Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Uh, you guys voted for quite an interesting one. One that Luke's been trying to get me to do for ages. Hello. You guys have voted for it. It's called Not a Barrel of Laughs, mm. um, which is like a slightly inappropriate name. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're all inappropriate names. Yeah. When I was searching for the episode, the next full episode that's coming out, I was searching through our back catalogue to see if we'd already done it. And the names of the Slash and Dash ones, the number of them that refer to children and like um children only or like don't want to have kids do like all sorts oh, of like this is a list of creepy names i wonder if we have kids we'll be like we can't do children murders anymore we'll soften up maybe <laughs> that'll be the death of the podcast <laughs> uh, so this is the story of chris watts have you heard of this no oh luke is like obsessed um so it was quite a big story in america uh, fairly recently so well, maybe I, I don't know names. Yeah. So you sh- know names, I know faces. I, That's how we function. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Just like blindly walking around, <laughs> bumping into students. Like, do I teach you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Shannon from Colorado was like a young divorced woman. She's struggling to rebuild her life a bit. So a friend sent her a message um suggesting a friend i don't know if you can do this can you suggest friends for people on facebook i feel like that was a thing for a while yeah you could now facebook does it for you and you just have a list of suggested friends yeah so she her friend suggested chris watts as a possible friend on facebook she ignored it um because she was like oh no i'm gonna just focus on myself but then two months later she receives a diagnosis of lupus which is a disorder which i think it's sort of like gets worse over time it was that joke on house that house always thought it was lupus and it was never lupus oh um and so there was like people going around in t-shirts like it's not lupus <laughs> like, i never watched house oh it's good I... every week's like a moral dilemma oh. a little bit it is good tell us your opinions on house <laughs> i just didn't like the name house like 
I don't know. I can't. My brain can't get beyond the fact that it's called House. It's not about a house. His name is House. Who has the name House? It's a noun. Should be called like intelligent Marty Doctor. Yeah, then I'd have been involved. <laughs> Hugh Laurie is a doctor. He's Done. American. Be warned. Like, I love I think Hugh that scares Laurie. me as well that Hugh Laurie is American. I have a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> so she lost her job of nine years and um, like... We can only dream. <laughs> like, I would love for that right now. So her health deteriorating, she's lost her job and she's getting through like a bit of a bad, bad patch. And uh, Chris sends her a friend request. So she accepts it thinking, oh, well, and I'm not thinking much of it. And then they start messaging. This is how every episode of Catfish starts. Yeah. They meet people on Facebook all the time. You're supposed to add people you're already friends with. <laughs> so she was in a vulnerable place due to concerns over her health. And it you know, quickly opened up to Chris. She was a little bit more open than she normally would be. And he offered her support, love. They grew pretty close. Um, like properly dating. They got married. They had two children. Aww. He's quite good looking. She's really pretty. Beautiful kids. And Shannon, like, she makes a few, like, online videos of her life. Like, she does, like, Facebook stories and stuff. I think she might have done Instagram as well or, like, YouTube videos. And she talks about how wonderful her marriage is, how Chris has, like, saved her, changed her life, her lovely children. Um, And the fact they live in, like, a five-bed house. Um, Oh, my God. He had a job at a petrol company. And she worked for, like, she got another job for, like, a multi-level marketing company, which (gasps) I think, like pyramid scheme yeah like those i watched a vice documentary about lula like it's a multi-level marketing company that do like stupid printed weird printed leggings and printed clothes and how they're all shitty and oh really it was interesting what's it called just lula i think so okay um, so she returns home from a business business trip in Arizona on August the 13th, 2018. So recent story. She'd been given a lift from a colleague who is also like her best friend, Nicole. Oh, Chris was home when she got back and he was looking after the two kids. So Nicole and Shannon say goodbye, but they arranged to go into town together later that day. They're, they're like like super good friends they're like they do everything together yeah. um and uh shannon had a pregnancy check for their third baby so she had okay. an appointment which nicole was going to go to with her now nicole went back to the house to pick up shannon later that day shannon's not there she's not answering her phone she's not answering calls her car's there so nicole starts to get worried now the thing that tips it and this is like best friend zone, like you know them so well. She sees a certain pair of shoes. She's like, she definitely would have worn those shoes. <laughs> like, always wears those shoes. It's like, she's fucking, something's wrong. And she said that like, Shannon had said that she felt a bit ill earlier that day. And I think she was like, like nervous that she might have collapsed or something. But she was like, she would have been wearing those fucking shoes. Like that, that's the key. So she calls 911. Now, the police received no response when they called Chris, but obviously they turn up at the house, they can't get in. Um, And then eventually they did get through to him. So it wasn't immediate. And they say, look, we can't, like, she's not here. We're worried. Can we force entry? And he says, no. Which they're they're like, if you're Why would you say no if you're that worried? Your pregnant wife is not answering the door and you're worried about it. You'd let someone force the door open, wouldn't you? So that's already, they're like, oh, this is a bit weird. So then he does come home and he 
goes, he puts his car in the garage and then when like no one's looking, he like sneaks into the house and they're like, where's Chris gone? And then he lets them in the front door, but like two minutes later and they're like, oh, that's mm. weird. Um, and then he's really like, he doesn't run around like shouting her name or anything. Like he looks in her car for her, which obviously she's not going to be sat in the car. <laughs> but like the, the police are just suspicious and they don't find anything at the house. Um, they find like to say there's, there's like no blood or anything but they find like some of the some of the children's items gone some of shannon's items gone but like the main things like her keys her purse her rings her phone are all there oh. so they're like it's kind of like someone's tried to look like they've gone but they've not picked the right stuff so the day after shannon disappears chris gives an interview to police outside his house you can see it on youtube and he's like come back bring the children i'm really upset but it's like he looks soulless he doesn't yeah. seem that bad like in today's day and age you wouldn't even nip to the shop without taking your phone i mean a lot of people don't even go to the toilet without taking their phone yeah. with them so there's no way you would have gone anywhere like no. if you left the phone you're dead well, and she also her fucking Unless you're my dad. car was there. Like, how, how's she gonna run away without a car? Yeah, <laughs> let's go. We'll get on local with transport. With two kids. small children. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. So his lack of concern is weird, and he starts moving things, and he's like not really looking for his wife and children. So he is arrested on August the fifteenth, two thousand and eight. Now he's given a lie detector test, which he failed, and then confessed to the murder of his wife. But he's got this like story that makes him look like the good guy so mm. he like he says before he confesses he says can i have a quiet word with my dad which i would love to see what they talked about i don't think they filmed it like it was off the record um and then like i guess like the police were like maybe his dad will make him confess <laughs> like okay yeah well, so, well i'm surprised they didn't record it because like i guess you can't if it's like off the record i mean i don't agree with all of that sort of stuff necessarily anyway but i've seen other police things where they've brought in someone another person and they've kept it recording so that they can see oh, really? so that they can see if they have anything say anything about it yeah well it's like with brendan dassey where they recorded his phone well i know they have to record the phone calls to his mom back home and it's like seeing if he'll say that he's done it to her yeah so please also discover discover chris had been having an affair um at this point as well so they're like doing their own investigations um and there's quite a few people who came in and like people who like turned up and claimed that they had been dating chris like men and women oh they were like oh yeah i also had an affair with him i don't know if it was just like yeah i had an affair with him i had an affair with him yeah (laughs) but um that like one guy claimed he had a 10-month affair with chris um so Chris said that he had murdered his wife, but it was because he had seen her on the baby monitor strangling their daughter. So um. he had gone in to try and save the girl and he'd like been so angry and upset um, and that the two children had been dead. So it was just a natural response that he killed Shannon then out of anger. He claimed she had known about his affair, that he told her, and the, the killing the children for revenge was her way of getting back at him. Which I think has happened, hasn't it? Like you In have Shutter had... Island? <laughs> no, there was that one woman who shot her two children to get back her husband for leaving him or something. Oh. But it's not like 
a common response. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> By people who love their children. Um, so the bodies of Chris's two children were found in oil barrels near Chris's work site. Um, like he put them one in one and one in the other. And then Shannon and the unborn baby, obviously, were buried near the barrels. So it was quite quick that they found these bodies. So hundreds of people held a candlelit service for Shannon and her children. But so nobody knew. So he'd managed to kill all or kill all three of them and get their bodies out of the house, buried in barrels. And the first anyone knew of it was when her friend knew that Shannon was missing. Yeah. That's, well, I don't want to say impressive, but that's... <laughs> um, I'm surprised that he's managed to do all of that without being seen or noticed yeah. by somebody. But he weren't near there, like he knew where to go. Um, so it wouldn't be unusual to see him around. He had a garage, there. he could put stuff in the car unseen. So I guess uh, it's just him like yeah. driving out. That's true. So Chris was charged with the murder of his wife and the children, as well as the unlawful termination of a pregnancy of the baby boy that was um, also murdered by murdering uh, Shannon. Uh, so he was denied bail. Uh, he was put on suicide watch while he awaited trial, and he was only allowed to leave the cell to shower or make phone calls. So they like they were pretty certain as this guy. Um, and he pleaded guilty to the murders, but he claimed only to avoid the death penalty. And his parents stated that Shannon was like a difficult person. His pe- his parents were going, she's way more likely to have killed them than he has. Like, she's really difficult. She's like, you don't know her. She's much more likely to be the murderer. She was abusive. She was controlling. But obviously her parents are like, that is bullshit. So Chris's mistress, Nicole, which is the same name as uh, Shannon's best friend, but they weren't the same person. Uh, she came forward and she spoke out about the affair. And I think she sort of tipped it a little bit because at this point it's his word with no witnesses, but then like, it's just what's likely to have happened. But he could have been a fine family man. Like there's a lot of stuff saying that he was, but then Nicole comes forward and she said they'd met at work in June. She noticed he hadn't been wearing his wedding ring. So she kind of was like oh okay on the market and then he said that he was getting a divorce so they started seeing each other they saw each other about five times a week which like who's got time for that well this is what i was thinking when you you said that he'd had affairs with all these other people i'm like he's not working hard enough no because i've not got time for that yeah I've not um, got time to even <laughs> talk to Tom in the evenings. Never mind. Have another person. Whenever I say to Luke, I'm like, are you having an affair? He's like, I've got no time for an affair. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, you and you love me and you never cheat on me? I have no time. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> so he had, in August, he told Shannon that he'd, uh, he, no, he told Nicole that Shannon had taken the children to a play date and never returned. So she... Because he said, oh, he told her in July that they got divorced. And then he was like, now she's gone um, on the day that she had disappeared. And so Nicole was like, that seems really weird. This woman loves her kids. She, like, why would she just literally just leave? She, like, likes this place. She was suspicious. She thought it was weird that she'd, like, he was just telling her, oh, they've all gone. And he didn't seem bothered about not seeing his kids again. She was like, this doesn't add up. And then she sees on the news Shannon and the kids were missing. So she's like, fuck. Like, I've been shagging the dad. Like, imagine that. Like, I'm part of this. Yeah. So when she, when she asked him about it, he said, oh yeah, they're missing, but he didn't seem to be that bothered. So she's, she keeps quiet, but she's like, she's like, this is, yeah, no. Tests show that Shannon had been strangled. 
the children had been smothered so in terms of like looking for evidence mm. um so with this sort of testimony from his mistress or when she talked about how he was like into like rape fantasies and like mm. stro- like strangling her which normally would be fine but when you're being accused of murder like it changes sort of the yeah the view and so hadn't he said that he'd walked in and seen his wife strangling the kids yeah but turns out they had been smothered well they had been yeah they'd been smothered yeah so and chris's lawyer has basically said he told me the true story and he's come out and just told everyone which i'm not sure they're allowed to do that oh so chris's lawyer claims that he knows the story um obviously after Chris went and got down for murder. Uh, he got five life sentences. He said that Chris had strangled Shannon. During this, one of the girls had come in, and the Chris had been like, "What's going on, Daddy?" And he'd been like, "Oh, Mum's sick." Put Shannon's body in the car, and then put the children in the car, and then he'd smothered both the children in with in the back of the truck with a blanket, uh. which is just horrific. So he's at the Dodge Correctional Institution, which is a maximum security prison, and he will die in prison. Like he's, that's yeah. it. He's, he's got five life sentences. He's not getting out. And you can look at like Shannon's videos and police footage and interviews on YouTube. So there's a lot of stuff out there, which I think is why this has got quite a lot of like discussion and things because you can just access so much of it. You can look at the evidence for yourself. So if you're interested in like looking at people who've been killed, talking about how wonderful their life is head to youtube it's not for everyone okay uh thanks guys bye, bye. <laughs>